Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 58, Seven Things That Will Separate You from the Crowd. Hi, this is Ray Edwards from RayEdwards.com, and you're listening to Brian Holmes, one of my favorite people and certainly one of my favorite podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes, and it is a joy to have you with us. This program is all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies, changing nations. We want to see you healed. We want to see your mind renewed and transformed. We want to see you discover all that you were created to be. We want to see you fully engaged in doing everything that you're designed to do. It's going to be a great episode today, and I'm excited about this content. Let's get started, everybody. Well, as always, it is an honor that you have chosen to take some time to listen to the program, and we are certainly in a position and of a heart not to take that for granted. We know that you have a choice, and we trust that something that we're doing here on the Strategic Living Podcast is helping you in your journey and your process of becoming all that God has created you to be. Well, today's going to be an amazing program, and I literally cannot wait to dive into this content because it's really something that I have a passion for. One of my greatest desires, personally, is to live my life in an above-average kind of way. I believe with every fiber of my being that I am born to be great. I believe that I am born to make a difference. And I believe that being great only requires that I choose not to be average, not to be ordinary. It is literally a decision, a resolution, a choice that we make. I will not be average. I will not be ordinary. I will stand out. I will do more. I will be more. You know, it's incredibly easy to go with the flow. It's so comfortable just to compare ourselves against everyone else and, and kind of make sure that we measure up to what others expect of us or what the world expects of us or maybe even what a particular culture or group or niche or subculture expects from us. You know, as long as I'm measuring up to the par, then I'm okay. It requires really no effort at all to maintain the status quo. Think about it. You just got to kind of hang out where you've always hung out, do what you've always done, be around the same people you've always been around, and do the same things you've always engaged in and not really read any more books or go to any classes or attend any conferences or take any online courses or be educated. or You don't have to do much just to be 
who you are today. It doesn't take much effort to fit in with those who follow the mundane masses into the deep doldrums of more meaningless existence. You like that? That's tweetable, by the way. But what if I'm created for more? What if you are created for more? What if God never intended for you or I to be average, to be ordinary? What if he designed us, redeemed us, claims us as his own, and expects us to rise above the crowd, to stand out from the masses, to stand up and be accounted for and to be recognized as one who leads, one who challenges, one who is different? What if that's our lot in life? What if you and I are destined to be in that small minority of people who rise above the crowd just enough to lead, just enough to influence, and maybe enough to affect change? What will it take for you and I to recognize, to embrace, to own that that is our calling, that is our destiny. How, how do we go about doing that? What are the things that are required to come up just a little bit, to stick our nose just a little bit higher in the air, not in a proud or arrogant way, don't get me wrong, but just that our head pops up just enough to be, oh, I see that person, that, that one's standing a little higher, that one's accomplishing a little more. That one has a little bit different attitude. What do we need to do to be that person? Well, I'm glad you asked because on today's program, we're going to talk about seven things that I believe will separate you from the crowd. Seven things that will cause you and I to rise up above meaningless existence, rise up above Average, rise up above, ending up where everybody else is going. Seven things that will separate you from the crowd. Well, I've selected a a powerful yet interesting passage of scripture as our biblical principle today to lay a foundation for this segment. And I think you'll find it interesting. It's from Deuteronomy chapter 28. It says, Now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Do you see the position we're designed for? He will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and will overtake you. (laughs) I like that. They'll chase you down. These blessings will chase you down. If you'll simply obey and follow after what God's designed you to do. Verse 3 says, Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your beasts, the increase of your herd and the young of your flock. 
Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. This this makes you stand out a little bit. Do you see this? Verse 7, the Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you, and they will come out against you one way, and they'll be scattered seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his way. So all the people of the earth, get this, everybody's going to see that you are different. They're going to see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will make you abound in prosperity in the offspring of your body and the offspring of your beast and the produce of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. And this is the big one. The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. And you will lend to many nations. You will not borrow. And this is it. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will only be above. You will not be underneath. I tell you, this passage describes in impeccable detail what it looks like to have such grace and blessing on your life that you can stand out from the crowd where people have no problem seeing that you are a leader. You are different. You are an influencer. You are God's man. You are God's woman. Well, have you ever noticed how there are specific people that you and I are drawn to? I mean, think about it. Whether you realize it or not, we're drawn to certain types of people, whether it's a business leader, uh, maybe a news anchor, a sports figure, a spiritual leader. Maybe, a, maybe you're drawn to a voice that you hear through a podcast. But there's, there's some sound, some resonance that comes from certain types of people that draw us in. We unconsciously gravitate to people who are different, who stand out from the crowd. Think about this. Who's not enamored or drawn to people that we perceive to be wealthy? I mean, there's just something... I think in our wiring where we are attracted to people who we believe are successful. We are attracted to people who who are well spoken and who have who command an audience. We are attracted to people who not just say the right things, but you can tell that their life behind their words is authentic, it's real, and there's something unique and special about them. We're drawn to that kind of person. Who's not drawn to the person who, as a a leader, when they speak, they move you to your very core? We're drawn to that. What is that special something that makes a person come barreling to the forefront of our consciousness? What is that, what I call the it factor? What what is that, that thing that so few possess but the ones that do, they get our attention. You see, leadership is influence. 
And if we are going to lead in our respective sphere of influence, then we must administer influence. We must be influential people. To be an influential person, one must stand out from the crowd. There has to be something a little more about you, something a little special about you. Well, I believe there are probably dozens of things we could talk about today that give a person that kind of an edge, charisma, great personality, and blah, blah, blah. We we could talk about so many things, but I'm going to share seven things that I believe if you will practice them, they will cause you, they will literally cause you to be elevated, promoted, and recognized in your sphere to which God has called you. So let's begin and go through these one by one. Seven things that I believe will separate you from the crowd. Number one, know who you are. You have to have utter confidence in your identity. First of all, as a child of God, his son. You are a child of God. You are born for greatness. You have an assignment. You have a specific, unique, God-ordained, God-breathed assignment on your life. You have to know who you are. Under that same category of knowing who you are, you have to know that you're accepted and approved by him. You don't need anybody else's approval. You don't have to be like anybody else. You don't have to perform for anyone You don't have to compromise your identity and the value that you are to fit anybody's mold. You are his child. You have to be comfortable in your own skin. Know who you are. Number two, you have to lead from your lane. Lead from your lane. You hear me oftentimes refer to finding your lane. Well, you have to lead from your lane, which means this is an extension of number one, really, because it, it, it dives a little deeper into knowing who you are. What is your personality style? How are you wired? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your talents, your skills, your abilities? I, I often encourage people, don't pursue positions or titles. Pursue purpose and passion which has already been embedded in your DNA by God himself, you are pre-programmed to lead in a certain area. So as we are functioning, as we're working, as we're in our careers, our businesses, our ministries, as we're doing what we do, if I am trying to lead from a lane that is not my lane, if I'm trying to lead from a position that is not what God has called me to, if I'm trying to lead from my weakness rather than from my strengths. I find myself ill-equipped. I find myself frustrated because I'm not leading from my lane. So number one, I have to know who I am. And number two, I have to lead from my own lane. Nothing more frustrating than trying to be someone who you are not. Nothing more frustrating than trying to do something or perform in an arena that you were not created to perform in. Lead from your lane. Number three, serve others first. This one, along with the other six, all of these. If you will practice these, you will stand out like a sore thumb, but that's a good thing. 
you will your essence will scream to the masses there's something different and powerful and godly about this person number 3 is serve others first what do you mean by that Brian well my life is not really my own ladies and gentlemen it's not whatever i have Whatever I've been given, I've been given it so that I can be a blessing to someone else. Whatever talents, whatever skills, whatever abilities, whatever whatever knowledge, whatever wisdom, whatever gifts I've been given, I possess them not for my own benefit. I possess them so that I can minister to someone, so that I can solve problems for others, so that I can be solutions to groupings of people. Everything I do, it's not even about me. It is about being the conduit through which God can administer his grace, his love, his wisdom, and his life into someone else who presently needs what I have. So number one, know who you are. Number two, lead from your lane. And number three, serve others first. Number four. Be an encourager. I'm going to tell you what. And you'll just forgive me for being so blunt. And the religious folks are going to not like me right now. But there is so much crap and noise going on in the world today. There is so much negativity. So much pessimism. So much cynicism. So much anger. So much angst. So much anxiety and fear mongering. And there's so much stuff happening all around us all the time. You don't even have to be much of an encourager to stand out from the crowd. You just have to have some small positive attitude about something and you will rise to the top very quickly. One way to to really stand out in the crowd is to be a person who people look forward to seeing, to hearing from, to being around. Aren't you that kind of person? Are you the kind of man or woman or young man or young woman who people when they when they see you coming they try to find a corner they can duck into because they know it's just more stuff coming down the pipeline or can you be the kind of man or woman who when people see you coming they know there's a breath of fresh air that's about to come into their space and they look forward to spending just a few minutes with you because being around you is encouraging it is uplifting it is hopeful Be the person who brings positivity, who brings grace into the conversation, who brings a smile into a room, who brings joy into an environment. Be an encourager. Be a person whose attitude exudes gratefulness. You know how many grumpy, ungrateful people there are in the world? We complain about everything. Be a person who never complains, just always exudes gratefulness, thankfulness, respect, honor, who always just oozes love and hope and joy and happiness. Man, to be around, do you have anybody in your life that has has proven to be that kind of a person? When they come around, it is refreshing to you. Be an encourager. Speak encouraging words. Speak life over people. There's enough death around. Speak life. Speak peace. Be an encourager. Number five, this one right here is going to get some people in trouble, but it is so true. If you want to stand out from the crowd, 
if you want to absolutely be known as being different, this one really applies. Listen more than you talk. <laughs> Listen more than you talk. We are in the post-information age, and everybody has an opinion about everything. And, you know, there's no doubt sometimes that that we have good advice that we can offer people, and there's good counsel we can offer someone. There's there's a, a, a resolve or maybe a perspective that we can uh, add to a conversation. But you know what I find is most people are longing for someone who will listen to them and who will listen from their heart. And you know the difference. You know, when somebody is looking at you, they're hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth, but they're not listening from their heart. And most people are just longing to find someone in their life who will really just listen and listen with their heart. What most people want is someone who will just do life with them and in a way that you know, we don't expect anything in return. We don't really just want to express our sympathy for what they're going through, but man, we're willing to crawl down in the trenches with them and stay there as long as necessary just to be an encourager, just to help them, just to love them, just to listen to them. Listen more than you talk. This is real relationship. A quick review. Know who you are. Number one, lead from your lane. Number two, serve others first. Number three, be an encourager. Number four. Number five, listen more than you talk. Number six, if you want to stand out from the crowd in a big way, especially in today's Western culture, be teachable. Be teachable. You know, it's interesting now that I'm approaching 50 here in a couple of years, how I'm recognizing more and more how much I don't know. Now, juxtaposition in my younger years, I thought I knew more than I really knew. (laughs) Uh, I'm raising a 19-year-old right now, and he's very mature. He's a good kid, got a great heart for God, and loves people, and in many ways, he's more mature than his age, but you know, like every other young teenager or young man in their early 20s, they think they know everything about everything. And I'm learning the older that I get that I really don't know much. I've learned that I don't have to impress people with how much I know because frankly, most people aren't even interested. I hope you're hearing me. Be a learner. You know, be teachable, be a learner, observe rather than talking about things you, you have in your repertoire, observe around you, observe others, listen to others, read, learn, allow the people who are in your world to help you to see things that you don't see. We all have blind spots. We all have perspectives. We all have grids. We all have templates. We all have sets of glasses through which the lenses through which we see our world. And it's completely based in our our limited, our very finite experience compared to what's really out there. And so be teachable. 
And a part of that is being willing to take correction, being willing to take accountability when you're wrong. If you make a mistake, own it, fess it, and fix it, and then have someone who knows better than you in that area to help you understand more than what you did the day before. Someone once said, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. (laughs) Wow. I tell you what, be teachable. Number six, be teachable. Such an important thing. And if you you adopt that as an attitude, as a, a place from which you live your life, you will stand out like a sore thumb. And let me remind you, that's a great thing. Number seven. And this one is also so powerful, so important to me in my life and something that I value very, very highly. If you want to stand out from the crowd, if you want to be recognized as being so different and something special, number seven is be real. Be real. Be authentic. No masks. I have never in my life really understood why it is that we put on masks. We we hide behind judgments. We hide behind our opinions. We hide behind our insecurities. We, we are like chameleons. We adapt to our environments so as not to offend anyone or to try to fit in. We are politically correct to a fault. We, we just do whatever we have to do to adapt so that we don't have to be different. It just makes me crazy. You are different. You're born to be different. To not be different is to be one among millions. To be real is to live your life with no pretense, no pretending, no impressing, no no changing your voice when you talk to certain people, no putting on a cloak or some sort of a, a costume or taking on a character just because you're in a particular environment. You know, don't hide behind titles or positions. I'm talking to business leaders, pastors, ministers, Christians, non-Christians. Don't hide behind that placard on your desk or on the sign. Don't try to be something that you're not. Live honestly. Be truly, by definition, truly humble and authentically confident in who you are. Be real. Be transparent and open. Hey, I'm going to talk to to these church folks for a while. You know, the folks that I've been pastoring for years and everybody else that we know that that lives in this world we live in. You know, I I believe in speaking positive. I don't go around moaning, complaining like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. That's not how I live my life. So I don't believe in confessing negativity. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. But sometimes we say things that are fake. We say things that are not true. How are you doing today? Well, I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm a good, everything's wonderful. I'm just, if I was any better, it'd have to be three of me. Shut up. I don't want to hear you complain and whine and moan, but you know what? It's okay. 
if we relate to one another out of authenticity and you say, you know what, man, I have so many things to be thankful for. Right now I'm going through some struggles, but I'm believing in faith that God's going to help me through this process. But man, I need your prayers. I need your encouragement. It's okay just to say everything's not good right now. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Be transparent. Your life be an open book. You know, I don't believe any of us can ever arrive at a place where we live this out completely, this being real. But I tell you, I really strive every day because I want I want people, when they look at me, I want it to be what you see is what you get. I, I'm not perfect. I have so many shortcomings and things that I need to work on, things that I'm constantly being refined in. But I don't want to pretend like I have it all together when I really don't. This fake it till you make it mindset is destructive. It is living a lie. And frankly, I don't know that God can bless us when we function in that kind of a mindset. Be real. That will cause you to stand out from the crowd because people are attracted to authenticity. They're attracted to true humility. They're attracted to transparency and honesty. They're attracted to it. Be real. Number one, know who you are. Number two, lead from your lane. Number three, serve others first. Number four, be an encourager. Number five, listen more than you talk. Number six, be teachable. And number seven, be real. These are seven distinct ways that if you will practice these, you will stand out from the crowd, you will rise above the masses, and you will become the leader that God knows you to be. I want to leave you with two questions. What are you presently focused on in your life that will make you a person who stands out from the crowd? Which of these areas are you going to focus on and work on, recognizing that this is an area that I can refine, I can do better in, I can become more in? What area are you presently focusing on that will make you that person who stands out from the crowd? And the second question I want to ask you is this. This one's a challenge. Are you content to continue just to blend in and go along to get along? Status quo. Or are you a man? Are you a woman? Are you a child, a young person who knows instinctively there's something in me that is born for greatness and I want to be a person who rises above the rest and that others can look to for leadership in their own lives. I'd love for you to comment on this episode. If you'd like to do that, go to brianholmes.com forward slash 058. Go to the show notes for this episode. Scroll down to the comment section. Leave us a comment there. Leave us a question there. Express to us the answers to these questions we've put to, to you today. I want to challenge you. Be a person who pursues becoming a man or woman who rises above the crowd, stands out from the crowd, and leads with integrity and purpose and passion. You can and you must be a person who rises and stands out. 
from the crowd. Well, a lot of wonderful things have been taking place over the last number of weeks. I've been engaged in my mastermind group, my friend Dan Miller and great folks in Franklin, Tennessee, and from all over the nation, really. Been preparing for a Ties That Bind event, which we're doing this week in Houston, Texas. A couple of interesting things and exciting things that are coming up. We're going to be launching a brand new website in the next few weeks. I encourage you to be watching for the big announcement. If you've not uh, subscribed to our weekly updates, that'd be a great place to plug in and know what's happening here at brianholmes.com. And we'll be notifying you when our new website's about to launch. And we've got some surprises for you, so you'll want to know. Go to brianholmes.com to find out how you can subscribe to our weekly updates. I'm also going to be releasing a new ebook in conjunction with the launch of the new site called The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living, Building Your Life by Design. It's going to be awesome resource for you and for your friends, for your family, and I encourage you to do that. Well, we invite you to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. If you wouldn't mind taking the time to rate the podcast and leave us a review, that helps us tremendously as we are reaching out to more and more people with a message of healing and hope. Well, I trust something we've shared today has challenged you to pursue God's very best for your life. I want you to be healed from your past, transformed in your mind and heart, be activated to live the life God's called you to. Till next time, God bless. We'll see you next week.